Sweet. Let's get it then. We came, we saw, we conquered the technical difficulty. It took longer than I would have liked it to, but you know. At least it like worked. Yeah, at least we're here. Hopefully. Whoa. What's going on here? Twitch is loading. Oh. Are there certain platforms that it like loads up on faster? Yeah. Twitch takes a little bit longer for some reason. I don't really know why, but I think it's because it's like such a bigger website. Yeah. They have a lot more like going on than most of the other ones. But then again, if like Facebook loaded this fast, Facebook is constantly just buzzing. Right. Facebook is wild. Spending data. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a smooth, crisp high five if you load faster. <laughs> it will load up here in a second, but... Oh, finally. Feels like that took, like... Forever. <laughs> way longer than it should have. God, dude. You like my YouTube thing? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know or haven't ever been on our YouTube... The background image is top shelf, but it's the Pornhub colors. That <laughs> kills me so much. <laughs> People know what they're getting into that way. Dude, have you seen Ryan Creamer, the guy who does safe for work porn on Pornhub? Oh yeah, it's so great, dude. He so like when you reach like, I think it was fifty k subscribers, they like send you a Letterman jacket. Yeah, yeah. He got it like five thousand in. God, damn, I need to get me a Pornhub Letterman jacket. Is there a market for big bearded men with small wieners beating off into the camera? There's a market for everything. God, I'm in, boys. You got like you got to think, man. If it exists, there's porn of it. They even have coronavirus porn. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> that shit was killing me, dude. Someone put like the whole opening of it up, and I was like, "This is just terrible." Who came? Who came up with this? <laughs> Dad. <laughs> What are you doing with that strange woman in a mask on? <laughs> my girlfriend like sent me this one that fucking was um, two people in hazmat suits. Oh, yeah? Just dry humping it. Like mad dogs. And she was like, look at this. And I was like, oh, looks like I got to get us some hazmat suits. <laughs> and she was like, no. And I was like, oh, come on. It's hysterical. Like, this is the most classic thing we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> What's kinkier then? reenacting but not being able to get it because you want to be safe talk about safe sex on a whole nother level damn I just figured out a way to market to kids <laughs> oh no <laughs> safe sex if you can't get it you can't have it <laughs> what's up Bieber talk oh, about so Twitch works okay, thank abstinence you. right <laughs> who needs abstinence when you have hazmats <laughs> <laughs> so man let's we got a lot to talk about. Two hours to do it. Hour and 15 to do it. Coronavirus. Where do you sit? Is it really... Do we need a panic? I'm not going to lie. I sit on more of a conspiracy theory factor. Okay. I feel like since election year is going on, you know, Democrats ain't been doing too hot. Everybody, like... Well, like, everybody in America seems like they either are 100% for Trump or just, like, get the fuck out of here. Right. And I feel like since all the political buzz is going on, the media is going to just, you know, take this virus, hype it up way more than it needs to be, so everybody starts focusing on that and stops looking at all the other bullshit that's going on. Right. 
because it's like I see a bunch of varying different factors for it. Like I've seen like risk for if you're under 40 is like 0.2 percent, but then other people are saying like it's like two percent for a death rate and stuff like that. But it seems like it's really only affecting like kids under the age of like 10, and then people above the age of 60 seems like where the highest death rate is. Right. And so I feel like, like, yeah, it's something we should, like, worry about, but it's not something we need to go, like, all out. This is a full-blown pandemic. We need to shut everything down. Though, like, I respect it because it's, like, you know, kill it before it hits home territory. Right. I think the thing that scares me the most is just people and how they're acting. Like, did you know the Costco down here got shut down yesterday because two people were fighting over some fucking thing? No. I they saw, shut down the Costco because people were, at, like, wilding out. In the middle of Costco in Bountiful, Utah, on a fucking Friday. Dude, the Costco in um, Ogden yesterday, there was a whole post about it, and if you know you're from Ogden. Yeah. And they had a line of, like, 150 people that were wrapping around the building because everybody's trying to get in. Like, I was telling you, I went to Walmart with my girlfriend yesterday. We couldn't get, like, anything. Every right. like, basic necessity is gone. Dude, even the hamburger helper was gone. Fucking hamburger helper. Yeah, the hamburger <laughs> helper, the Kraft mac and cheese, that whole aisle was empty. I know, my mom said that the, the little, like, 89-cent pizzas are done, are gone. You got people, you got Chris Matson saying, I love Kai. I love you, Jaren. What's up, Jaren? Fucking, I hope everybody's doing good up at the house there, bud. We all need to get together soon. I haven't seen you guys in a long time, and I honestly miss all your goofy asses. Hey, Jaren, I don't personally know you, but your name has been brought up on this podcast a lot. You need to come on, my guy. Dude, I need Jaren, to know you. Jaren's a fucking cool-ass dude. Yeah, man. that's what I've heard. Everyone who knows you has always come on, but you know Jaren? I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, man, he's the fucking shit. No, dude, I used to, um, I used to live at his place up in uh, Roy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No, I was there. God, I don't even know. It felt like forever, man. But, um, yeah, then I moved down to Murray. And I'm not going to lie. It's really fucking weird walking into my house and not just, like, seeing a bunch of people chilling. Like, really yeah. say, like, what's up? What's going on? Because it's, like, now whenever I walk into my apartment or something, it's just empty because, like, I'm living alone now. Damn. And so I just look around. And I'm like, damn, I miss those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely has been just moving in general. I mean, you made a lot of big moves recently from mm-hmm. Logan to... Fucking Roy. Roy. From Roy to Murray. Are you happy where you're at, though? I'm happy. Like, I like it because I'm closer to work and I'm uh, closer to my girl and I'm closer to family. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, it's weird, dude. Like, I love the area. My apartment's, like, super eerie right now because there's me. And for, like, the first three weeks, it was only me. I was the only resident on the fourth floor. Now I have one other guy, and I'm super mad at him because he decided, I'm going to pick the room right next to you. And so now there's me and one other guy on the fourth floor. Everybody else lives on the sixth, and then the entire rest of the apartment's just empty. Oh, wow. Quiet, I'm sure. Oh, it's real quiet. I got like an upstairs neighbor and then one right next to me within the past two weeks. But I think the guy that moved above me, he seemed super old because he was the only guy I saw like moving a bunch of stuff with like his son or something. But I haven't heard a peep out of him. Huh? And like even then, like I'm a little bit of a rascal. I like my <laughs> music and my television loud. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, you rap scallion, <laughs> dude. I'll be sitting there and I'm like, oh fuck, what if I get a complaint? But Nobody said anything yet, but I also am having, like, a bunch of people over tonight, so I'm a little worried tonight might be the night. Yeah. The first, um, hey, you need to, you need to calm down, 
I heard there were like eight people yelling about fried chicken. <laughs> what what's going on up there? <laughs> and I've set, dude, I've set off my fire alarm like eight times just from like cooking bacon or something like that because the apartment's like so small, it gets so condensed and smoky. And I'll be like, yeah, man, chefing it up. Call <laughs> me Boy RD. And then it just, burr, burr, burr. <laughs> I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'm like worried they're going to ask me what's going on up there. And I'm like, nothing, man. Don't I worry swear. about it. <laughs> None of your fucking business is what's <laughs> happening out there. They, like, come busting in when it's going off, and I'm, like, cooking hamburgers or something. I'm like, you guys want one? <laughs> Yo, you look like you could use a double. I got you. No, who knows moving in, the movers that help, like, move all my furniture and stuff. We were, like, sitting there. And then this is what killed me the most is because when I was moving out of Jaren's place, Jaren gives him a beer. And then I go meet the other movers at my place, and I'm like... Fuck, you guys like want a beer? And they're like, yeah, man. And I was like, okay. One of them like followed me on Instagram. Oh hell yeah! You know, dude, he was like, <laughs> he was like, yo, dude, like I love your chains. And I was like, oh, my guy, thank you so much. He was like, yeah, you should follow me on Instagram. I'll follow you back. And I was like, well, fuck, man. All right, always all in the right. market for new friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he kills me. So back to Corona. Um, do you think that like, what's your take on like how it originated? Because if you get on Reddit. There's like nine million different people saying that it's like this conspiracy, like the media made it what it was like. People eating bats in China. Yeah, so like um, most of the stuff that I've seen about it is it started off as a virus. Sorry about that. I have these like weird burps that sound like bear growls. <laughs> <laughs> but so it started off in bats. And then from bats, it got transferred to snakes, and that's when the virus mutated. So that's why everybody's kind of freaking out about it, is because that's what mutated it into such, like, a super contagious virus. Mm. And then um, they found, well, at least from what I read on Daily Mail, is they're thinking the origin point is from, like, the farmer's markets in China. Right. Because, you know, China's fucking just the most belligerent place like i've ever been in my whole life dude like we went you've been to china yeah we went back when i was about um nine years old okay and it was like it was super super weird because it's like there's just people everywhere right there's like all over the place there's always something going on and for some weird reason it was like a lot of the places we went there were people like asking to take like pictures with like me and my family oh wow and that was like super weird just because you're were different i guess right. <laughs> they're like look at all these blonde people <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like um, we went to a farmer's market out there and so i can kind of believe it because that place was an absolute mess yeah it's like you go to a farmer's market up here and you got a bunch of people like oh let me get this like organic this and that and then down there it's like oh look at that it's a whole naked chicken hanging there with a bunch of feet and then like duck liver and organs sitting everywhere right. and so i could see it originating from there and just the fact that it's an open market, so like everyone can touch it, and like, yeah. you and know. they all just like roll around, and it's like they're in China. They're not too concerned about like what's going on with it because it's like you, you get food, you get food. Yeah, like you're just out there, you know. Like I'm gonna eat what I'm gonna eat, and so I could definitely see it coming from like bats and snakes or whatever. But then you got all the people that are like, "This was a plant. Mm. This is something that government did," or my favorite conspiracy conspiracy theory i've seen just like one of those weird twitter ones was they were like what if north korea sent it out i saw that yeah 
They're like, we have a gift for you guys. We're going to have this, like, big, like, they're going to take over our TVs one day and be like, we have the cure, but here's our demands. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to stop being capitalists. <laughs> first things first, Trump. You're going to have to take a big old ween in the ass. <laughs> publicly. <laughs> Second thing. Seth Rogen and James Franco. <laughs> Death penalty yeah. for the interview. Public hanging. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, like, I just don't get it. Because it's like, it was such a new thing. And it like started off kind of really subtle. Where everybody's like, oh man, there's this like massive disease coming out of Wuhan. And now it's like, oh shit, this is a fucking worldwide thing. And then, um, oh, I saw, I actually saw a video yesterday. It's like, they took a video of all the doctors leaving the last temporary hospital in Wuhan. Right. Oh, wow. And so, like, they're, they're starting to kind of, like, die down a little. But that's like, you got Italy. Italy's freaking the fuck out, right? Oh, yeah, now. they've had the most deaths, right? Mm-hmm. They have the highest uh, death percentage, which is 10%. Yeah. For everybody that gets it. And then, like, um, my parents actually just barely went to Israel and Egypt, and they had to change their flight out of Italy. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, Egypt blocked all incoming flights from there, so they had to change their flight to, I think it was, like, Spain, and they flew out there, and then when they were coming back, they had to be, like, pinpoint on time, because their flight left at uh, 10.50, and then at midnight is when they were shutting off all outgoing flights oh, from Egypt. So is, do your parents just travel for enjoyment, or do they do, like non-profit or business-related things. They just travel for enjoyment, but I don't know. I think they might change it to, like, non-profit and charity things because, like, my dad, one of my dad's biggest goals is he wants to make a charity foundation before he dies. Right. And he was, like, telling me once, he was like, I want to, like, have this so that, like, when me and your mom are gone, you guys can take over because, you know, like, we've done a lot of stuff to, like, get us to where we're at, but I want to be able to, like, help a lot of people. And I'm like... Good for you, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's very respectful. Because I, I know, I, like, a lot of times you come on, you're always telling us, like, your parents are in this other new place or what. So I didn't know if it was, like, a lot of fun or if it was a nonprofit thing. But they've definitely, like, in the past two years, they've, like, traveled more than I've ever seen them in their entire lives travel. Like, it's it, awesome. It, like, blows my mind, dude. Because they'll be like, hey, I'm coming down to the house. What's good? And my mom's like, oh, we're in blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, I don't even know where that is. What's going on here? She's like, oh, well, I sent it in the family group chat. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't ever check that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think with this coronavirus thing, though, the one thing that kind of scares me, not the virus itself, and, like, I mean, of course, like, it could. Like, if it gets mutated again and becomes more, you know, lethal, then, of course, that's scary, but... It's the people. It's how people people are acting and how people were so quick because their news station told them shit's hitting the fan that they just turned to panic. And we're, A, we're not ready for, like, a real thing. Like, a real fucking, like, you catch it, you die thing. Because, like, I don't have, I don't have supplies for longer than maybe two, three weeks at my house. And that's the thing that kills me about all the people going to the stores because it's kind of, like preventing everybody from when that point actually hits yeah that everybody can get prepared but i kind of don't mind it at the same time because at least we don't have to worry about the doomsdayers yeah. like i bet you those two dudes at costco were doomsdayers oh i'm sure the only thing that i <laughs> that, that freaks me out the most is like let's say hypothetically this gets worse right like everyone catches it it spreads further and further it mutates it starts making it lethal food and water like 
Dude, we're going to turn to, like, anarchy, like, real fucking quick with people. I'm waiting for that day. Right? I'm 100% anarchist. Right. <laughs> I've been waiting for so long. No hesitation. Someone's catching bullet holes. Pour <laughs> yeah, some water. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting there and going to be like, get your dirty, stinking hands off of my Dasani. And I'm going to be like, Dis- bet. You want to go? Nobody's <laughs> touched a Dasani till now. <laughs> What's up, Salty and Sleeping Ninja? Hope you guys are doing good. Man, I yeah. about salty. Dude, I follow salty on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. I wish you posted more, but you know. Yeah, I'll see like a post every like once in a while, and I'm like, oh shit, what up, man? <laughs> it's the boy salty. Yeah, dude. Salty's the OG. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much about... I don't really have much opinions of, of coronavirus right now. Like, I was kind of really like being booty tickled about like everyone freaking out about it. I'm like, you guys are panicking. And, like, I'll be honest with you. Like, so um, I'm a gamer. And, like, on Thursday night, I got into some pretty deep levels of gaming in the evening. And, like, it's like, playing for, like, three or four hours. It's having a lot of fun. And then, like, I got off and, like, walked around. I'm like, oh, wait, people were in panic today. Like, people were freaking out today. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Wes is just, like, <laughs> comes out of the steamer and he's like, "Holy shit! Everybody's <laughs> losing their minds." <laughs> well, fuck, dude. Like I've been doing that recently too. I just barely um restarted Dark Souls One. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man. You already know the minute you restart that game, you're in. You're in for the forever, dude. They're actually they're making a new one for the series. It's called Elden Ring. Oh yeah, it's fucking directed by goddamn George R. R. Martin. I'm so excited, dude. So hyped. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. What do I want most in life? A Game of Thrones story with Dark Souls gameplay? Yeah, fucking, here's my money. This is going to be good, dude. I'm going to be sitting there like, Fry, like, shut up and take my money. Just give it it to me now. They could be like, oh, well, sorry, guys. It can only be played on this new console we're coming out with. I'd be like, like, I'll take two. (laughs) I'm already buying it. Like, that's one thing I liked is because um, a bunch of my homies are giving me, like, rumors, like, oh, it's going to be Xbox only, and I was like, well, fuck, now i got to buy an Xbox. Those are, that's the crazy thing about those games, though, is you do, like, you would. <laughs> I bought a PlayStation strictly for Bloodborne. Dude, Bloodborne? That was my first, like, because, like, I never played Last of Us, and I wanted to, and, like, I wanted to play some of those other games, but I was like, eh, got my Xbox, I got computer, like, oh, wait, Bloodborne dropped my... All right, I guess I'm getting the PlayStation. Dude, I can't lie. Bloodborne, slow. Bloodborne and Sekiro are the only one of those games I can't beat. I still haven't started Sekiro because I am not ready to invest the, the rage. <laughs> it, it's like, um, I like to think of it like they took Dark Souls 3 and mixed it with Bloodborne and then gave it a Japanese finish. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's such, it's such a fast-paced game compared to all of them. And there's no blocking. Right? So it's like, there is... But it's like you have to time your blocks right, almost like a parry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing that sucks is because they added. It's like they took the Dark Souls parry time and they're like, well, let's just put a plus five multiplier on this. <laughs> Good luck, nerds. Every enemy is so fast in that game, and like everything is so much faster paced than all the other ones. Like, right. I couldn't, even, I couldn't fucking be Bloodborne because I was like, this is it's way weak. too fast for me, man. Because I'm so used to fucking Dark Souls where it's like, all right, bet you want to go, I'll just circle strafe you, parry you, <laughs> boom, right. you're out. Calford says, OMG, Kai. That hasn't been a day. It's been a year. I love you, bitch. Oh, my God. You kill me, Calford. I'm literally going to see you in, like, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Salty Frank says, Dark Souls 1 is the best souls. Dude, Frank knows what's up, man. Yeah. Frank knows what's up. I thought Dark Souls 3 was way too fast, and it's honestly, it's kind of easier. 
I yeah, I did like three better than two though. Oh, well, two two is the most broken game yeah. in the history of all the Dark Souls, dude. Like I literally, I beat the first and the second boss, and then I was like, okay, like bet, let's see what's next. Next thing, dude, I'm still stuck on that to this day, and it's been yeah. like over a year because I can't get past the mechanics of it. And they added adaptability, mm-hmm. where they were like, yeah, fuck your invincibility rule. <laughs> we're gonna take all this out unless you want to level this up. And I was like, well, dude, I'm a strength faith. All right. Like I need. I oh, need you do that. strength faith. Mm-hmm. I do strength, faith, like great that. sword. Yep. See, this is why I date Brittany. She compared me to like taking off my headphones to Goku leaving the hyperbolic chamber. <laughs> God damn! That's the kind of hype I've been waiting in my life forever. Say, I've been um, I've been dating this girl Ellie for like a couple months now. Oh, I see you guys post, and y'all fucking. Cute as shit. <laughs> dude, I Cute love as shit. I love her to death, dude, but one thing I'll never be able to do is get her to watch anime with me. Oh, no. <laughs> well, she's like, she told me, she was like, if I ever walk in your house and you're like watching anime, like, I'm probably just going to go home. And I was like, I can get over it. And he's like, I got, I still got free time. I can still watch it on my own time. <laughs> I feel like if you just sit her down and just get her on one show, she'll realize. <laughs> well, I, told, I said that same thing, too. And she was like, that's never going to happen. And I was like, well, fuck. I'm going to try one day, though. I'm waiting for the moment. Just look her in the eyes and be like, have you ever just needed to cry your eyes out and feel your heart broken? We're watching fucking Angel Beats. Yeah, we're watching <laughs> Angel Beats. <laughs> oh, man, that shit kills me, though. But she likes, um, she likes a lot of the shows that I've been watching. Like, we just barely watched I'm Not Okay With This, which is phenomenal by the way. It was what is so it? Good. It's called I'm Not Okay With This. It has the girl that played Beverly and the guy that played Stanley in it, Chapter 1 in it. Oh, okay. And it is, oh my god, it's phenomenal. It's kind of like, it gives off superhero vibes, but it's also like really dark at the same time. What is it on? It's on uh, Netflix. Okay. I didn't even heard about that one. Dude, it is. It is fucking good. The first season has like seven episodes in it and we finished all of them in one day. God damn. It was literally, dude, it was actually, it was fucking yesterday. <laughs> See, I need a show like that in my life. Dude, it was fucking good. And the thing that fucks me up the most is they gave it one of those cliffhangers, but you look at it and you're like, well, Perfect. fuck, I need to know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brittany says, uh, what kind of anime is the best? Have her watch Prin- Princess Mononoke. Yeah, I always tell people, like, if, you're, if they're, like, hesitant to get into anime, to watch a Studio Ghibli, because if Studio Ghibli doesn't pull them in... It's going to be hard, yeah. You're not well, going to like it. She told me she liked Spirited Away. And so I was like, all right, bet. Like, everybody likes Spirited Away. I just need to weasel in one of the other Ghiblis. Yeah. And it's over. It's what's over the su- right then What's there. the super sad one? Um, with the two kids. When Marley was there, or Ponyo, or no, the, Castle in the Sky? No, the war one. Why can't I think of it? Holy poop, one sec. I was I gonna think say about that too. I haven't seen a Ghibli in a fucking minute. Oh, is it Totoro? No, not Totoro. Ah. Um, it's like the saddest one. Everyone always says it's the saddest one. Why can't I? I'm not gonna lie. When Marley was there, was actually that I haven't one seen that one. My heartstrings, dude. Yeah, Grave of the Fireflies. Oh God! Tell her like, <laughs> hey, we'll watch this happy-go-lucky movie. And then like halfway through, <laughs> she's gonna be super sad. She's gonna be like, oh, you fucked me up on that. Oh my God. Yeah, I. That's depressing as fuck. Yeah, Grave of the Fireflies is uh, 
rough day. Dude, Calford, if you're still watching, my phone's literally living off of 1%, but tell Jen if she bails, I'll never forgive her. Damn. Dude, she, like, is the master bailer. Yeah? Yeah. It's, like, it's weird, because she'll start off the night, like, yo, let's do it, I'm totally down, and then it's, like, when it comes down to brass taxes, she's, like, oh. So you would say she's the master bailer? Mm-hmm. Perfect, because I'm the master baiter. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> you talked about fishing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see this shirt? Do you want to know what it's made of? What? Dad jokes. Nice to meet you, Wes McBee. <laughs> Can I get a Corona? Hold the virus. <laughs> so, you, do you watch a lot of comedy? Like stand-up? Mm, sometimes. sometimes. Do you know who Big Jay Okerson is? I do not. So he's a pretty, like, uh, like edgy comic. He likes to fuck with people and whatnot. Anyways, he was in Utah, and me and my girlfriend went a couple weeks, two weeks ago, last weekend? I don't know. And we were waiting outside because we wanted to get a picture with him and say hi or whatever and this dude behind me is drunk as fuck and he's like he's loud he's like that guy who's like talking to everyone he's like talking to us and like four other people he's and he, one of those people that's like uh, yeah he, he, he's just about it and he's all like guys I heard if you get corona all you have to do is get Lyme's disease because you can't have a corona without Lyme <laughs> crickets <laughs> just dead silence everyone was like it's a good thing I wasn't in that crowd. I would have been the only guy laughing. I giggled, but I already heard it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just felt bad crickets, and he's all like, ah. Uh, <laughs> you want to hear a damn good joke that my yeah. coworker told me? All right, so there's this guy with a speech impediment. He's walking down the street, goes in the hardware store, and he rolls up, and he goes, hey, you guys got any buckets? <laughs> and he's like, you, you mean a bucket? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 let me, let me get one of those. So he's just rolling down the street, sees this gas station, walks in, and he goes, you guys got any bum? And the lady's like, you talking about gum? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I need some of that. And then he's walking down the street, sees this pet store, right? Rolls in, he goes, you guys got any cock and spankets? And he's like, you mean a cocker spaniel? And he goes, yeah, I, I need one right now. So he's rolling down the street, he's got his gum, his bucket, and his cocker spaniel. And this cocker spaniel just rips itself off the leash and it's running down the street. And he's like, oh, no. And he turns to this guy and runs up and he goes, quick, hold my bum and fuck it while I grab my cock and spank it. <laughs> God damn, that's good. <laughs> Do you want the worst dad joke of your life? Yes. Okay, if you ever find yourself in the Bahamas and you're really craving a pie, it's about $4. Ooh. But if you go to the Dominican Republic, it's like $6. Oh. Those are just the pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> How are you going to do me like that? How are you going to do me like that? Where does Michael Jackson buy his pants at? Where? Billy Jeans. <laughs> God. Absolutely not. <laughs> Billy Jeans. Oh, dad jokes are what make me just want to stay alive all the time. Dude dads themselves <laughs> the ones who come up with it angrily puts down bottle <laughs> <laughs> I <just> snorted <laughs> oh fuck no that's how the dad jokes get you oh I know sometimes you just can't take it <laughs> you're just like oh yeah this is pretty tame then it hits you and you yeah. have that initial stage of you're weird. not like, do you fucking do this to me right now? <laughs> and the next thing you know, it's all over. You're just <laughs> laughing your ass off. It's okay. There's this thing that my girlfriend does. We'll just be talking about whatever, and she'll get real close to me. She'll be like, 
Do you have games on your phone? Oh my <laughs> god damn you. Dude, my favorite thing my girl does is when we're on FaceTime, she'll like point the phone at a weird angle so her head kind of like comes up and she just goes, I'm an A. I'm I'm like, you fucking kill me, dude. So when is she going to come on the podcast? Any interest or no? I'll ask her tonight. I bet you she'd be down. She she likes coming and talking. Hell yeah. She's a swell lady. She's a very, she's honestly like 10 times as social as I am. Oh, wow. Yeah, it just kills me. My favorite thing she said was, you turned me into an introvert. And I was like, look, I hate people. You should have seen this coming. (laughs) 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 You're you're lucky if I leave the house. Oh, we were talking to this other introverted lady at the bar. And she, like, gets up to go get a drink. And this girl, like, looks at me. And she's like, she's really outgoing. And I was like, yeah, if I didn't have her in my life, I'd be sitting at home playing games right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. You know what I catch myself doing, though, is, like, if it's, like, Friday or Saturday night and I don't have any plans, it's not that I don't, like, of course I want to play video games. I lose track of time so bad. Like, I'll be playing... I've been on World of Warcraft again, because they released a classic version of the game. The most addicting game in oh, America. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's like fucking... It's like every two hours, I just snort more coke. <laughs> <laughs> Gets back to yeah, it. Fuck. I can't. I gotta, like, crunch up some Adderall and just... Oh, we got a lot of shit to grind tonight, boys. I need more gold. Right as you do, you just... Leroy <laughs> Right? But I've been doing that and then uh, Age of Empires. Ooh, I never played Age of Empires. It's a good RTS. It's fun. But, like, with both those games, if you don't really pay attention to the time, you'll be, like, eight hours deep and you're like, oh, fuck. Well, fuck, dude. I was a StarCraft boy growing up. Oh, well, yeah, you'd get it, man. It's seriously. I'd, like, hop on at, like, noon. And my mom would be like, you've been playing that for a while. Like, do you want to go do something? Oh, I've only been on for like an hour. I look yeah. at the time and it's like six o'clock and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like six matches. You're like, yeah, what are you talking <laughs> this, about? This isn't even that long. Well, it's because those matches take so long. Yeah. Man. And they just absorb everything and you're like, oh fuck, someone's getting my pylons. Well, not today, motherfucker. Not today, motherfucker. <laughs> I had a rough one the other weekend. Like I was up playing. I was like, I think the reason why I enjoy World of Warcraft or games like that it's just the social aspect, because, like, you hop in Discord now, and there's always people to talk to, like, Salty. Like, I've been talking with him and some of his new friends and whatnot, and they're awesome. I enjoy their company. But just, like, gaming has become a social thing. Well, dude, like, that's one thing that I feel like nobody ever looks at is the gaming society and, like, how social everybody really is. Like, I yeah. saw this post on Twitter where this guy was, like... I literally just took a trip out to California to meet all the people I've been playing Call of Duty yeah. with since I was, like, 12. And I I don't mean this to be, um, like, over the top about Salty, but, like, I don't think me and Salty would have ever interacted. Like, he's, he's in North Carolina. I'm in Utah. Yeah. You know, I don't see myself going out there for any reason whatsoever. I would call him one of my closest friends. Dude, fuck, man. You know, and I've never met him in person because he's just... You salty, know, salty gonna come to your wedding. We gonna meet salty the wedding day. That'd be fucking dope. That's what I'm saying. That'd be dope as fuck. That would dude. be. That would be like a legendary aspect right there. Only if he's the ring bearer. <laughs> Comes down in like a butler outfit. And <laughs> Kneels down. And he's like my liege. My liege. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the bromance in the air. Hey, you know, you know nothing really boy. gay about it, man. <laughs> it's the bromance. But no, I think I I agree with you. I think that, well. 
I think it's old white women who don't understand gaming. And by old, I mean people like 45 plus. Well, shit, dude. My mom never understood it. They, like, sat me down and had, like, a whole talk about it. Because when I got Fall New Vegas, when it came out when I was, like, 14, it was over. Like, I didn't do anything but play New Vegas. Right. Because, like, first off, New Vegas is, like, the greatest of all fallouts. Oh, yeah. No was, argument. Like, second off, I was like, well, fuck, I need to figure out everything about this game. Because, like, you could log, like, 30, 50 hours easy. And then yeah. you'd be like, all right, bet. There's a little more I can do. Right. And then they, like, sit me down, and my dad was like, every level, every point your character gets, you get stronger. But you're getting weaker. And I was like, what do you know, old man? <laughs> you just throw a chop up. Does that feel weak? <laughs> you tell me if this is weak. I just, like, get up and I'm just like. <laughs> but no, like, I, yeah, I agree with Sleeping Ninja. I think it is a generational thing. And, like, I say the old white women thing as a joke just because that, those were the, that was the group who tried to shut down M-rated games and, like, well, GTA and stuff. Because they cause violence in society. Wesley, don't you know if you play GTA once, you're going to be killing hookers and robbing banks? Oh, all I've done is kill prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, I think that maybe now that gaming is much more mainstream, they realize that it's a social thing. Like, very rarely do you meet people now who don't at least, like, have someone they're chatting with while they game. Like, don't get me wrong, you're playing Dark Souls, you don't need people to chat with, but, like... Well, it's, like, even then, um, like, I, like, when I lived up in Logan, all I did was fucking play Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. It was, like, every day I'd call up fucking, you remember Talon? Yeah. Dude, I'd call up Talon, and I'd be, like, yo, because he's, like, the one who, like, convinced me to get it, because I was, like, talking to him, and I was, like, well, is Dark Souls, like, really worth it? And he was, like, that's the only game I play, dog. <laughs> and I was, like, okay, bet, because Talon, like, hates all video games. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was, oh. like, so if he likes Dark Souls... You know it's good. Yeah, you know it's fucking good. So, like, I got it, and it was, like, for a steady, like, four months. That was all we did. I'd, like, wake up. I'd call him up, and I'd be like, yo, I'm hopping on. You down? And he'd be like, yep, I'm already on. Let's get it. <laughs> we'd just be, I'm already on. we just hop in the party, and we'd just be fucking talking back and forth. But the thing I like about that is it's, like, you can't just constantly play with people. You have to have, like, humanity or embers yeah. and shit like that to actually, like, play with them. And so it reaches that point where you're like, well, I can't find any embers. And the other person's like... Well, I'm going to go. Call me when you find some. <laughs> I also think it's cool, too, like, just the community aspect. Like, if you were so inclined, you could hop on numerous websites and have a whole group of people who are super passionate about Dark Souls. Well, dude, I love the you Dark know? Souls community, but I'm not going to lie. They're brutal. Oh, yeah. You'll see someone post, like, well, I can't get past so-and-so. What do I do? And there's, like, 1,500 comments that are, like, get good, screw up. Yeah, get good. (laughs) Get good. And then there's, like, someone will post, like, that you died page. And they'll Mm -hmm. be like, I bet you see this a lot, don't you? Oh, they're savages. Well, dude, everybody always talks shit on a lot of things. Because, like, um, I like to use the Ring of Favor and Protection. Because it fucking, it boosts your stamina. It boosts your health can't remember the third attribute because it's been so long and then you if you like look that up on the internet everybody's like only weaklings use that <laughs> all right all that and I'm only like, scrubs and i'm like yo sorry we got a fucking stamina build going on here like i don't know why you guys are running around using fucking chaos <laughs> that's one thing everybody hates dude it's people that use chaos magic because mm-hmm. like if you're playing the minute you become human someone will, like invade your world and you'll be like, all right, bet, scrub. You got a fucking <laughs> staff and a sword? Let's go. I got this sword that's as big as four of me. What are you going to do about that? And then they're like, flomp. And you see his little ball slowly coming towards you. And you're like, bet, right. roll. And it taps your foot and just kills you instantly. Yeah. And you're just like, cool. I'm going to kill you. Good game. <laughs> <laughs> GG. It always kills me, man. But then. I really think Fortnite put 
gaming in a different place that's actually like well it took over every generation man. yeah but i think it was i think it was the first game to really like i don't like fortnite and i know a lot of people don't it's kind of a meme now but like it really brought gaming as a whole into a different place like you know league of legends was making a big push and like people were getting on board with that and it was like has tv shows jinx for life <laughs> fucking jinx man i love jinx <laughs> jinx is a bad bitch and we all know it dude we all know it Oh, uh, fuck, dude, you got fucking constant damage boost for every fucking attack you give, like... Yeah. What is it, a stack of five in attack speed as well? Mm-hmm. And it's over, dude! Everybody hates Jinx! <laughs> All you kids watching who don't think Papa's a gamer... <sighs> Try me. Uh, <laughs> what game do you want to talk about, brother? <laughs> <laughs> you really want to go? We'll go about games for hours. We got, like, three other topics. Fuck those topics. It's... Gaming. It's gaming. Gaming makes me want to... All over the walls. It's all over right then, right then at the start, dude. What got you into gaming? Like, the first game. Super Mario 64. And Luigi's Mountain on... My, Luigi's Mansion on PS1. No? Dude, I used to play the shit out of that game, but then one day I went to, like, open the PS1. You know how, like, has that flip top? Yeah. I hit the eject and it flipped off. Oh. It just flew off, and I was like... And it was like, it was my sister's PS1, so I was like, oh my god, she's gonna kill me. She's gonna kill me. I was like, this is the end of my life. The end of days. <laughs> then I, I waited, because I was like, if I just don't tell anyone, it's all good. Yeah. And then I hear that, Mom! Oh, I was no. like, oh no, I've been found out. My cover's blown. <laughs> they call you and they're, no, I haven't touched it. Like, I, don't, I don't even know what a PS1 is. What is gaming? <laughs> what are these games you were talking yeah. about? But then, Who is Luigi? Yeah, dude, like, I used to play those all the time. And then I think the one that really got me into it was fucking um, the Sonic Director's Cut. Oh, Game really? Game. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that game was legit, dude. I was is that upset. the one that's the uh, double with Shadow or whatever? Mm. Good save, good save. Even with a broken hand, uh-huh. I still have cat-like reflexes. <laughs> but it was because fucking, um, it was the one where, like, you started as Sonic, and then you went to Knuckles, and you went to Tails, and you went through, like, all the characters. Oh, and you okay. Pick, like, different stories for each yeah. one. But the thing that really got me into it were the, what are they called, dude? Those little blue guys. Like, chibi little yeah, dudes you collect? Yeah, I always called them chibis, dude. Yeah. And it was because fucking, I found out if you put an animal next to them, it changes them but then I found out not only that if you keep caring and loving them they keep morphing oh shit <laughs> I was like this is over this is like Pokemon and Sonic combined <laughs> and then fucking I don't know I was always big into like Animal Crossing that's what blows my mind as I started with so many like soft core games mm-hmm. and now I'm like there's no blood in it I'm not going to play it <laughs> <laughs> take your pathetic casual games out of my way dude fuck Parry this, you fucking casual. It's <laughs> <laughs> the night. Point the gun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a, I actually think I'm in the same boat. My first ever console, uh, my dad bought, like, for the family when I was, like, five was an N64. So, like, Mario 64, James Bond, Mortal Kombat, like, those were the games that got me into it. GoldenEye? Yep. We used to have tournaments over GoldenEye. <sighs> GoldenEye is so frustrating. Dude, I had to turn off the golden gun because everybody would get so <laughs> mad when somebody would get it and they'd be like, all right, four shots, y'all are over. Yeah. <laughs> four kills for the win. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, you're sitting there third person scrolling bad, but at the same time, it's like if your thing was a little off of them and you just fire and you'd be like, yeah, you just kill them. You're like, what the fuck? Fuck Richard. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
Richard. Did you ever see the... Damn, this chicken's almost <laughs> as juicy as my ass. <laughs> it's fucking... Damn. Dude, fucking... Me and Sam Peterson were allegedly super baked watching that. And right as he said that, I swear to God, we laughed for like 45 minutes straight. We kept like scrubbing back to it. And I was like, why is this so funny? <laughs> why is this the best thing that's ever happened? Uh, dude, I was like, oh, I got it. It's because the chicken's almost as juicy as his ass. <laughs> Oh, so I went to Wendover last night, and, like, I went, we, alleged, well, do I have to say allegedly? I don't know how this works. Is it went with, to the dispensary. I say you don't, because it's legal there. Yeah. It, it is so weird to me. Is it like, um, is it like a real dispensary? Yeah, full-blown, like, you walk in, you have to check in. Oh, they have the little door where you check your ID and all yeah. that. You want to know what the weirdest part was? I mean, my girlfriend were joking about it. You can sign up for the rewards program. <laughs> and hear me out. Every dollar you spend is a point. And if you save up enough points, you could trade it in for A, more weed, B, bongs and pipes, or C, clothing. Oh, it's all, it's all <laughs> over for me, dude. Dude, I, I was all. just... It was so weird, and, like, how the room was set up. It's, like, an open floor, and you go up, and there's, like, these, like, cabinets that look like they'd be in a museum. Like, you know how, like, in your museum, there's, like, this trilobite was from 50,000 B.C. Like, it's, it's like, like that, but it's just, like... This cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> this is an indica that will put your ass into the dirt. Like, <laughs> you know, and then you get a menu, right? And you're, like, scrolling through this menu, oh, and then you talk to one of the dudes on the floor like you're at a fucking restaurant like yeah i would like to take this five milligram purple kush edible and he like writes it and then you take it to this dude and then he gets it and then you buy it he's like what what are the specials today oh well we have this grass-fed fully organic <laughs> right? papaya kush yeah, papaya. grown in the mountain ranges of Colombia. Harvested by hand. One puff and you'll taste every single hint of the papaya. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, can I get the stuff that makes me high? <laughs> that's no, my dude, question. That's, that's what killed me was I went, um, last time I went to California was like last summer and I went to this dispensary called Harbor Collective. Mm -hmm. Dude, I was like on FaceTime with fucking Cuffer the whole time because he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm about to buy my first legal kush. I was like, it's over from here. <laughs> it's never going back. <laughs> and I like roll in. And it's, like, set up, like, fucking Smoker's Guru in Salt Lake, dude. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, all set up like that. And I was like, all right, look, I'm going to be real with you. I need the nicest eighth and then anything else I can buy with 100 bucks. And dude, this guy is like, oh, well, you can get this, you can get that, you can get this, you can get that. Went to this other one that was um the SD, like, MC or something like that. It was, like, the San, San Diego Marijuana Collective. Okay. With everything you bought there, they gave you a free pre-roll. Oh, what? Yeah, like, I was sitting because I bought an eighth and a pre-roll, and he was like, oh, you get two free pre-rolls with this, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm only here for, like, another day. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with all these pre-rolls, sir? Oh, man, that was, like, the worst night of my life, but the greatest night, because, like, right as I went back... My family like, goes to bed, and I was like, good. The Mormons are sleeping. <laughs> time to chain smoke. <laughs> I was like, it's time to get belligerent. <laughs> so I like, rolled up to the bar, 
this is one thing I love the most. They'll let you buy more than two drinks per one person out there right. at some of the bars. As I rolled up, and I was like, I need five shots of tequila. And they're <laughs> like, okay, here you go. Like, where are your friends? And I was like, these are for me. <laughs> Here's my friend. One, two, three. <laughs> and then I was like, I was sitting in the back of the hotel. They had a whole little area just for smoking. And I'm just sitting there, dude. I, like, fucking plot through the eight, plot through the fucking four pre-rolls I had. And I'm on, like, the last one. And I was a fool for even starting the last three, to be <laughs> honest. It was like, first hit in, I was like, oh, fuck. These are different. <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm sitting there, I was like, hit, there's like a group of people that roll up, and I was like, do you guys want some of this? And they were like, yeah, man. So like talking to all these strangers, and they're like, dude, like, you okay? You're like wobbling a lot. And I was like, I might have bit off of more than I can chew here. <laughs> How much have you had? And I was like, don't worry about that. It's like, take this, take it away from me. I need to go to bed. This is why I called you, the reinforcements. <laughs> I was like walking up back to the hotel room, and I was seriously like, bonk, 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 bonk. I'm like, everything that's ever existed. There was like a table. I like damn near knocked this flower cut off and caught it. And I was like, thank God the reflexes are still here. It's like set it back up on the table. And then I finally made it to the room. I don't even remember, like, going to bed. I just remember waking up, and I was like, where am I? <laughs> what is this? Where's my four joints? <laughs> you smoked them. Well, fuck, dude, know? like, the first night there, they gave me a free pre-roll. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to go blaze in the streets. Because I can. <laughs> and I'm, like, walking along the fucking coast. I'm, like, sparking up in front of this fucking cop. And I was like, that's right, motherfucker. You can't stop me. And then fucking... I like reach into my pocket to pull it out and I pull the tube out and I flick it up and I look in, it's gone. Oh. I lost it. Fuck. I don't, I don't know where I lost it because like the whole time I kept like opening it. I was like looking at it. I was like, this thing's covered in so much dick. It's <laughs> a whole other level. People don't even know what's going on over here. <laughs> Damn, did you flick it up and it flicked out with it? I, I don't know. I was super oh. faded when I did it. I bet some guy was walking past and like, is it Christmas in July? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Dude, that's the best part is that I was out there for Fourth of July weekend. <laughs> oh man, dude, I was like sitting there everywhere I walked. My mom was like, "You smell kind of weird," and I was like, "It's California weather, baby." I don't know. It's like it's got to be that homeless guy down the street. You don't know what's going on here. And I always try to harass my mom about trying like edibles or something. Dude, I like tried to crack that joke once and I swear to god my mom was about to take the belt off damn she's like I don't know she's really weird when it comes to that she gave me the whole you don't know where this has grown this could kill you and I was like you eat vegetables yeah (laughs) you don't know where your vegetables come from you know how many steroids are in those not the ones that make you stronger I'll tell you that we know that there's pesticides on that (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's confirmed dude that's another thing that's killed me within the past like two years is that now like every smoke job or like half the gas stations i look into they have the unregulated thc will kill you oh yeah. and i'm like thank god fuck the little vapes we ain't down with that here because right. like all my fucking old homies are like super obsessed with that and they'd be like yo dude hit this and i'd be like no i don't know where that came from yeah but then it's like fucking you go get one from a dispensary and it's just different dude you take like one hit and you're like yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the cartridges and stuff, because, like, so I recently had purchased one, and, like, fuck. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I stopped smoking regularly, like, three or four years ago. 
I don't even know if I'll be able to smoke regularly again after this time. Right. Because, like, I'm going to get off in September. And I know, we all know, the first thing I'm going to do, uh-huh. it's all downhill, but I'm going to take fucking one puff and I'm just going to curl up in a ball and cry myself to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, t- I stopped smoking for personal reasons. And then, like, every once in a while I'll have, like, an edible or maybe I'll get belligerent one night every like five six months i went and got this cartridge and like bought a little vapor whatever and i don't know if my tolerance had just completely fallen off or what but i took like three puffs it was nothing like actually smoking like grass fucking flour and stuff like that dude i just like it put me in a whole different world i was miserable well dude i've never even been like a fan of wax yeah there's this one time fucking you got the Alleged substance seller homies. Right. And they're all like there. And we're like, yeah, let's fucking take some dabs and all that. And allegedly, I took one way smaller than I normally do because it had like been like fucking four months since the last one. And dude, I seriously had like a full blown panic attack. Yeah. I was about to be that guy from the 911 thing where he's like, yeah, we're um too high. We need <laughs> the police. <laughs> I was like about to pull that. And I was like, I need to get myself out of here. And I, like, ran to the basement, fucking into my room and fell asleep. Yeah. And then I fucking wake up, and it was, like, eight hours later, and I just felt the exact same. Oh, and no. And I was like, this is, this is not good. This is too much. Because it's like, when you're smoking flour or something like that, you, you can tell when it's like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that stuff, no. You... It's like a risk. It's gamble. Yeah. It's nothing but gambles, dude. That's how I feel about the thing that I got, because I just, like... I've smoked it three times now since, and I don't think I'm going to ever smoke it again because all three times have been miserable. Well, dude, one thing that, like, killed me the most is, like, especially I found with, like, Utah people is they'll make them themselves. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, like, I've seen a lot of people that, like, fill them with Reclaim and stuff like that, and I'm just like, dude, first off, that's, like, that's super dishonest, honestly. Like, I don't like the fucking short people or shit like that. Yeah. Like, back when... I was allegedly a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> a suit and tie man, as you like to call it. <laughs> a suit and tie man. Like, I got fucking, I got screwed over once. And I was like, I'm allegedly going to get this QP. And the guy was like, yeah, I'll give you, like, five ounces for, like, 300 bucks. And I was like, but what's wrong with it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, nothing, man. He was, like, sending me pictures. I rolled through. This man hit me with a bait and switch. Oh, really? Yeah, and so, uh, like, every anybody that hit me up, they were like, yo, what do you got? And I was like, I have garbage. I was like, if you want to buy a lot for stupid cheap, hit me up. If you don't, don't contact me. Like, right. I, I have nothing but garbage right now. I'm really <laughs> sorry, everybody. I apologize. <laughs> I <was> like, Expect <laughs> better. <laughs> I was like, I got a little screwed over because it was like, I'm normally, like, a stickler for that quality level. Right. But I don't know, dude. You want to know what my fucking probation officer told me? Hmm. So, like, last time I went and saw him, I was like, he, he knows why I'm there. We all know what's going on. Right. And he was like, well, like, do you feel any different and all that? And I was like, no. And, like, now I actually have, like, good friends that are really supportive of, like, what I'm doing with my life. You know, mm-hmm. they don't fucking hit me with that peer pressure BS. Right. And I was, like, telling him all about that. And he was like, oh, that's good, that's good. And, like, out of nowhere, he was like, but when you're off, you should go see if you can get a medical card. And I was like, did you just tell me to do that? I was like, are you trying to say me? As so I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll do that. And he's like, no, man. Like, I think that's a great idea for you. And he was like, look, like, you got a busted hand. You already got your way in right now. He's like, dude, like, just do it. 
what the fuck? Yeah, dude. And I'm just looking at him, and I was like, why, why are you, like, telling me this? And he was like, well, yeah. he's like, yada, 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 going into, like, all his other patients and shit like that. He was like, like you're probably, like, the most low-risk guy I've had in a minute because it's, like, I've been on my shit. I've already paid off my fine. I paid off my classes, finished my classes. All I have to do is 48 hours of community service, and I haven't because of this. Right. Like, they're all going to look at me and give me some BS job that I don't want to do. Right. And he was like, like, you're... Like, I'm just not concerned about you at all. Like, I feel like you were just that guy that, like, just had the stuff and got caught, and you were super sad about it. And I was like, well, yeah. fuck, you just read my mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the problem about all of it in general. Like, you know, we don't have to talk about your situation specifically, but just the fact, like... Well, it happens to a lot of people. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck cares if fucking Joe Blow has got, like, some weed that he wants to smoke? Like... Well, I'm smoking. Who gives a shit? But like, it's, it's like, it's, what's he gonna do too? Like, I I know it's fucking. It's a tell-all tale. Everybody's heard it a million times. But it's like, who's gonna be worse? The guy who just smoked five joints, or the guy who just fucking pounded seven shots? Right. Well, I just don't know what happens when it becomes federally legal. Or yeah, legal. Like, does everyone get reimbursed?ed No, they're not gonna do that. So, based on how I've seen it go in other ones, like other states and stuff like that, it's like, if it becomes federally legal, they're not going to cancel your ongoing case, but what they will do is they'll expunge it from your record. Mm -hmm. Or, like, some states like Colorado, they didn't, they're not going to reimburse everybody. We all know everybody. Like, the money you lost is the money you lost. Government doesn't give a shit about that. Right. But what they'll do is they'll, like, let you go to a retrial. Mm-hmm. And then you can present your case, you can present what you did, and it's like, if you're just, you know, another fucking blue-collar-ass man living the life, then boom, you're good. Right. But it's like, if you're, if you're like, some fucking high-end, like, business suit-and-tie man, you know, living the fucking risk life, they're gonna be like, sorry, buddy. Yeah. Well, for sure, like, you know, at the end of the day, we all know the risks that are associated with anything involved in that, so, like... You can't really get mad at people, like, if it does become legal, but at the same time, like, I don't know, maybe non-violent marijuana charges get expunged and maybe even reimbursed it. That's almost admitting that, like, it was all wrong in the this whole time. I wish they would look more into reimbursement, because it costs you a lot. Like, this last one has easily costed me over $4,500. Right. And it's like, that's fucking a lot of money, you yeah. know? Like, I wish I could fucking get that back, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, I know what I've done, I know what I did, you know, I'm not, like, expecting it. No, no, But it's of like, at not. the same time, if it were to just spontaneously become federally legal, like, yeah, I'm gonna be a little booty bothered about that. Yeah, because, like, at that point, you weren't doing anything wrong. Yeah, and it's like, and it's the amount of time and energy it takes. Yeah. Because, like, I had to fucking give up, um two days out of my week for 16 weeks and then one day out of my week for 16 weeks just to fucking go to a class and it was like the class that never even talked about what I did it was basically like rehab for like hardcore drug addicts like the ones that like lost their lives like crack and methamphetamine and shit like that they never even once brought up what I did and like even when I went in for my drug and alcohol eval like I was talking to this guy telling him like my whole life story and he was like no, like, I kind of don't get why they sent you here. Like, yeah. Usually for more hardcore people. And I was just like... You're like, bitch, me too. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is what they told me to do. 
but I can't lie. What's your What's your take on uh, like the mushroom legalization? So can we hold that thought? Because yes. I'm not gonna lie, my bladder is going to explode. Oh yeah, no, please go. Thank you so much. But I'll check. I do have an interesting take. Okay, I'll check messages while uh, he's using the restroom. Anyone here have anything cool going on for the day or any fun games they're playing recently? I know that I personally want to start playing some Dead by Daylight. I uh, I know if Salty's here or Sleepy Ninja may heard me like been wanting to do like a RP of that game. Like we all get in and we all pick a character and then uh, you know and just kind of like goof around or whatever. And I've never played it before, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. I like trains. Trains are fucking dope. You'd like where I live. Yeah, I'm, I think it'd be a lot of fun, and I don't know, I've just been wanting to get back into a more social, laid-back... Well, I know that game's not laid-back, but a more, like, social and silly game that's enjoyable. Do you scare easy? No, but I love everything horror-related. <laughs> scary movies, scary books, scary games. Um, I've played... Uh, I've streamed that last one and two with one of my friends on here, and that was the thing is he always got jump scared and I never did. But I've seen a lot about um, Dead by Daylight, and I've always wanted to play it. I just didn't want to play like without people. First few games of Death by Daylight, I screamed. It's even better. I think it'd be fun. I, do you prefer to uh, play as the killer or, like, the people trying to escape? Because I think the killer looks more fun, but I heard people enjoy the escapers more. Hop in. Survivor? Okay. Yeah, I thought the killer looked cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to hop in tonight in the Discord around, like, 10 or 10.30 my time, which is mountain. Um, mountain time. So, like, 9 o'clock Pacific, or 12, or midnight Eastern, I think. Um, I have two more shows to do today. Um, one is potentially tentative at the second, but then I have another show at 8.30, but... Yeah, I definitely want to play tonight. I'm way down. I don't have anything going on tomorrow until a little bit later in the afternoon. Let me double check to make sure... I do have another show. Uh, we played earlier. You missed it? Oh, dang. Loads of people in the Discord play. Yeah, and you guys were playing, um, or at least some people were playing the Friday the 13th game. I, I I don't know. I heard that game super glitchy, so I never picked it up personally, but it looks Which like a lot of fun. The Friday the 13th. Oh, the like, one where you're um, a killer and everybody else has to survive? Or? Yeah, like one person's Jason and everyone else has got to figure out a way to get out. So I've heard that one's pretty fucking good, but I have heard the same thing about the glitches. Yeah, we're, I have a couple people who have been wanting to play Dead by Daylight, which is like Ooh. the same idea, just like different. It's not Friday the 13th themed. That one I've heard is very, very good. Yeah, me too. But I hear that from a lot of horror movie 
aspects too. Yeah. So if you like horror movies, you'll really really like it. But phasing back, back to the the mushroom legalization of mushrooms, MDMA, and now ketamine for psychological disorders. I feel like it's a 50-50, really. Mm-hmm. I think I support mushrooms the most because, like, I've actually experienced that. I've allegedly done MDMA once, but I'm not going to lie, I was not a fan of it. Mm. But with um, mushrooms and stuff like that, I totally feel like in microdosing, it can actually help you. I agree. Because you're not feeling the whole aspect, but it does give you a massive mood change. Yeah, you don't get the... Do they call it psychosis? Or is that not the right word? I feel like psychosis is more a term used for when you're like you're seeing things that are there that aren't there. Oh, okay. Because like, well, I don't know, at least in my experience, I've never really experienced something like that unless no. it's with like DMT. Right. DMT will fucking do that like gnarly. But if it's for like PTSD or like depression or other stuff like that, the only one I feel like it can't really help it's like schizophrenia and mm-hmm. stuff like that because like that's a way more hardcore disease and I feel like it can worsen that but especially when it comes to PTSD I can most definitely see it being a positive thing because it will definitely change your vibes you know you'll just be sitting there and you're like wow like I love life right now but if you microdose it you'll just get that I love life without any of the whoa what's going on <laughs> I will say in my personal experience um and, like, I don't know if it's, like, actually a chemical shift in your brain or if in the moment you just think about stuff from a different point of view. But I did mushrooms allegedly once when I was a little bit more in, like, a worse-off state of mind. Like, I just I was down on everything. Like, wasn't happy with work. Recently had broken up with somebody. Like, nothing seemed to be going my way. Flipped everything for me. Well, dude, like, back, like, a couple of years back when I first came on, and we were all like getting into the psycho, psycho hallucinogenics and all that, and like all, all me and the homies had that whole rage. Like I was never ever in a very good mindset, right. but it was like that's why I liked it so much, is because I'd be like, "There's nothing to worry about," mm-hmm. and all that jazz. So I could definitely see a microdosing of it, changing it. But I don't feel like it's really something that America's full blown ready for. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, because like they have they have mushrooms legal in Amsterdam. Yeah. Except instead of it being like the actual fungi, what it is is they use the things called philosopher's stones. They're kind of like truffles where they grow under the trunk in fat clumps. Okay. But they still have the psychoactive um, psilocybin in it. Oh, okay. And so they, they legalized those, but they still haven't fully like legalized full-blown mushrooms. And like I've seen a lot of reports of Colorado going in that, but I also don't really keep up on that. Yeah, I haven't looked recently. I think the one thing that like scares me for people is if they made it recreational, recreationally legal. Because, like, you know, with people like Joe Rogan and that whole crew and, like, some of these other big-named um, psycho psychedelic, like, adventurers, I guess you could say, or people who are in that field and, like, testing it and trying to research it, mm-hmm. like, th- it does get glamorized a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I would feel really awful for people who don't really do their own research and go in with this mindset of like oh I can do this without any problem and then they take like fucking like you know a quarter <laughs> yeah and it just ruins them 
you yeah, know. That's one thing I've noticed that ruins it for a lot of people is they're like, oh, well, this ain't going to be that bad. Like, that almost ruined it for me because, like, we were doing, well, we didn't need to focus on the prospects of it, but the double dips and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, half bet. And then everybody was like, oh, it hasn't kicked in yet. And then we were all like, well, let's just take another half. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was like, right bet. And then it was like 15 minutes later, I was like, holy shit, where am I? All the halves worked, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all the halves are conspiring against us. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, what was that big thing that everyone kept talking about? It was like, and if everyone did mushrooms, we'd live in a better society. I don't know, man. We'd live in a dysfunctional society (laughs) because nobody would know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I I definitely agree with you. I think the microdosing and it should... I'm on the fence on recreational. I'm also on the fence of I sometimes think that everything should just be legal and let people do what they want. No, I feel like um, if they want to do it full legal, they should definitely look more into the regulations of it. They should definitely not make it just full-blown. They should do a more microdosing aspect. Because, like, could you imagine if... Everybody in America was running around on shrooms or something like that. Imagine how many car crashes they would be. Oh, it'd be nuts. Like, everybody would be like, well, I can do this, I can do that, because you feel invincible on them. And it's like, if you do it in a nice, like, regulated way, then boom, like, it could hella work, and everybody could actually figure out, like, how to get around with it and right. all that. But, like, you just full-blown legalize it, like, it's all going to go downhill fast. And I feel like, like, that same thing happens with, like, cannabis and stuff like that. Is mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, they don't really know how to, like, handle it. They're just like, oh, like, this is legal because, like, you can get fucking crazy paranoid and have a full-blown panic oh, attack yeah. on just that. Like, oh, yeah. imagine that, but the whole room is fucking moving around with you. Yeah, I think that's one thing that maybe people don't realize. And, like, I see this a lot with prescriptions and, like... I don't want to open the can of worm with prescription drugs right now because that conversation could keep us going for another hour. in this state, dude. Yeah. Oh, like, no. if you guys don't know about Utah and prescription meds and abuse, you can look it up on your own time. Maybe we'll do a podcast about it later on. But uh, It's pretty bad right Just now. because something's legal doesn't mean that it's good for you. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, for some people, like, when they heard weed's legal now in states and they're like, Now's the time to try it. That still might not mean it's good for you. Yeah. Like, I am, I know people that weed is not good for. Well, like, um, my girlfriend, she used to, like, smoke and shit like that, but she stopped because she gets massive migraines. Yeah. It. And it's like, she's she's debating on trying, like, edibles and stuff like that. And I, like, I wholeheartedly support it. I'm like, yeah, you know, do what you want to do, but at the same time, I'm like, kind of really worried that it's going to give her a migraine 10 times worse because edibles fucking hit you like a train oh yeah like weed's like kind of that bus where it's like slowly (laughs) chugging and lugging along getting faster and faster until it reaches speed yeah it's like if this bus stops the bomb's gonna blow (laughs) (laughs) keanu has to keep it going (laughs) (laughs) and so i'm just like i don't know man like i feel like people should definitely do research they should definitely learn their own ropes first yes it's like it's even like the same thing with alcohol, man. Like I used to not be a big fan of alcohol because like the first time I got intoxicated, I cracked my skull open. I had to get thirteen staples. Oh yeah, that'd be rough. And that like that like ruined it for me. That's part of why I became such a like massive pothead because I was like, yo, like I can function and I can work on this. Mm-hmm. And then it's like every time I would drink a can, then it's like now, I'm on that borderline alcoholic level. <laughs> <laughs> it's kidding. You got a little bad for a minute there. Yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, like, I still, like, know my limits just because of other things I've experienced. Of course. 
Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, touching on that painkiller thing, I'm like full-blown 100% against all of that because I had a huge, like, opiate painkiller problem in high school, and that definitely ruined a good portion of my life. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like that's the one thing nobody really, like, focuses on is, like, the back to the it, just because it's legal it's not good for you no one really ever focuses on that one yeah. thing i really like about utah though is a lot of doctors have stopped prescribing xanax because of the amount of abuse that's happened with oh, yeah. these past couple of years and like even a lot of like celebrities and stuff like that especially in hip-hop origin have started fighting against it like i know everybody hates russ like i'm not gonna lie, i don't get why everybody hates russ i think russ is fucking cool he makes some banging tunes i i, I know why and i think it's very silly he said some shit about Lil Peep when he passed away, but then said the opposite thing when Mac Miller passed away. So people were like, well, how can you say this about this guy, but then be okay with it with this guy? Well, but like, I personally have been on Russ's level. Levels, man. You know, like, I, I, I enjoy, I hate to be the white boy who says it, but I, I do enjoy some of Russ's music, but I also right. enjoyed a lot of these people that have passed away. Look, I'm still with you, man. Like I, you have someone saying hi. Wait, which faith is that? I don't know. Did you ever faith you are if you're the one I went to high school with? Hey, how are you? Haven't seen you in a minute. We should hang out sometime. But, um, like, I'm not going to lie. My, like, all-time top favorites in hip-hop will always be Lil Peep and Mac Miller. Oh, I love them fuck. both. They are both fucking amazing. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay, man. Like, <laughs> I fucking... That's one thing that really bummed. Like, both their deaths hella bummed me out. Yeah. Because, like... Did Mac Miller, like, Mac Miller got me through, like, half of middle Our school, times, like, man. all of high school. I fucking cried when I listened to fucking Circles. Like, I didn't think, I was like, okay, bet, like, let's check this out. Like, no, four so songs old. in, it was over, yeah. I was fucking bawling. But I still catch myself, because, like, I liked Little Pete. I did. I, I didn't like him at the start, and mm-hmm. it was because of the hype train that everyone was like, oh, there's Mumble Rapper. Little Peep's not Mumble. You guys just don't know what you're talking about. He's more like emo core. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I enjoyed his music and I was pretty, it bummed me out when, you know, he was, he passed away. Fuck, dude, the Mac Miller one was hard for me. Dude, Mac, Mac Miller honestly really fucking hurt. Like, Mac's, Mac's one of those rappers where, I don't know, I've seen a lot of people that are like, oh, he's just fucking white boy, like yada, yada, yada. No, like Mac Miller was a fucking master lyricist. Yeah. I've never ever heard anybody fucking be able to make the amount of references he does, but still make like the most banging ass song you've ever heard. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to get into the whole white people and rap or like well, cultural appropriation or anything like that. But like at the end of the day, can't people just enjoy everything regardless? Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's one thing that kind of like stopped me from like making rap and all that is because I was thinking about like how it all really works and I was like oh well, fucking everybody hates white rappers yeah I mean, and it's like I mean like if 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 like I feel like I if, if you're good at what you do then you should just appreciate that that person is not only A chasing their dream but B doing what doesn't matter what you feel what they feel they're best at well and the one thing that I don't get is like with the term cultural appropriation coming up so much lately, like, I'm a white guy who lives in Utah who's not LDS. Okay? My family isn't anything special. We're, like, Scottish and Irish and, like, a little bit of Italian. Like, I, when I did my 20... A little bit. When I did 23 and <laughs> Me, the joke was I was the whitest of white. I was 99% <laughs> European descent. 
99%. So I don't, like, I don't have culture. So why can't I enjoy everyone else's culture? Why is that against the rules? Dude, our culture is like fucking funeral potatoes, lasagna, and then like fucking, like, basically our only culture is food. Fry sauce. Yeah, like, that's just Utah as a general. Yeah, like, I just... If you if you ain't from Utah, if your state doesn't have fry sauce, I'm sorry. And, like, I think, too, like, there's different rappers who make music for different people. Like, you know, there's some rappers who talk about living in, like, real tough areas and how it was growing up. And, like, I personally don't relate to it. I can still enjoy the music. But then there's rappers who I can relate to some of the shit that they're saying. So I can't enjoy, like... Well, it's like... I, I just... The one, like, the one thing that got me a little peep so hard is because, like, fucking, like, I don't know. I've always been, like, fucking depressed. I've had all that shit, like, going through. I had to do that therapy shit and all that. And it's, like, it's nice to hear somebody else that feels the same way that you feel. Right. And, you know, like, as cliche as it is, like, it's just nice to know that, you know, like, you're not the only person going through it. And then with Mac Miller, one thing that really got me into him was fucking honestly like drug abuse and stuff like that like i've definitely i've had my fair share of you know things i don't like i'm not proud of and stuff like that things that have like helped set me back in life but at the same time it's like it goes back to the same cliche it's nice to know that you're not the only person going through it right and like besides that like i love mac miller because he fucking makes some bangers Bob. oh yeah like if any of you haven't heard fucking 100 grand kids by mac miller and say it sucks you are wrong i'm sorry <laughs> like that is a banging ass song nobody fucking like no matter who you are no matter where you are all you want to do is live your life with fucking 100 grand kids and 100 grand in your back pocket did you still have to go for or no um i will sadly okay because i got it god do you want me to text calford or are you is your phone good Oh, she dead. <laughs> I'll message him. I have one thing that we can close out on. If you guys stayed or wanted to hear about serial killers or the other things that I posted, just rain check. I'm sure Kyle will be back in the next couple weeks because we, we love didn't serial even, killers. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't even here. skim the surface today. Um, let me. One thing, if you do want a nice closer, we can touch on the fashion for a little bit. Well, I have a question that's in regards to everything we're talking about. Um, let me. What do you want me to tell Calford? Um, I just be like, hey, Kai's phone is dead. Would you mind picking him up? Question mark. And if he says no, tell him I'll put some gas in his car. Cause he's he's fifty fifty sometimes. <laughs> Love the kid to death, but he's fifty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so what point in time? Cause I was listening to some uh, like a podcast that had a bunch of like old school like rappers on it and like. Not, like, big names, but just, like, dudes who've been in the game forever. And, like, one of the things they brought up is, like, when they started making rap, rap was drug-selling music. And now, today, it's drug-using music that's the more mainstream and popular. Yeah. And I definitely, like, I, you can hear it. What, what, where did it break into, like, you know, Xanax and other drugs on lean and whatnot being a more mainstream popular thing is it just because people were so like so when it comes to Xanax specifically I feel like that is a straight like mumble rap core thing cause I've ne- like I never ever heard anybody ever mention like dropping bars or taking Xanax until like SoundCloud rappers started being a big right. thing he wanted me to call sorry I didn't uh, he's a goober but then like lean 
for anybody that really is in the hip hop scene, we all know Chief Keith hey. and Fredo Santana are the Can masters of Wayne. Yeah. Oh, my Snapchat, all my notifications are off because it's, yeah, there's problems with my Snapchat. <laughs> I wish. You're pretty, you're, you're pretty fucking famous. Let's be real. Yeah. There's, a, there's a good amount of people I've met, like especially like from this area or like up north, south, where it's like I brought up Top Shelfers, or it's like if anybody's like, I need a podcast to listen to, I'm like, bet Top Shelfers, they're fucking legit. Hey, thanks, man. Anytime, man. All right, perfect, Alfred. Um, call me on here if you need. Oh, you know, funny because I wasn't talking to him. <laughs> um, but what's up? Oh, Go Eagles, my guy. I can't wait to see you. See, hey. Before, I, sorry to cut you off, what we said earlier, I'm going to meet Go Eagles in California in September. That's what we like for vacation. Hear. That's what we fucking like to hear. Buy the boy the best In-N-Out burger I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fucking meet your internet friends. Yes. It doesn't matter if you've only met them on the internet. Fucking meet them. They're still the same person. They're all still the same people. But yeah, so Chief Keef and fucking like Fredo Santana, at least those are the biggest lean heads I've ever seen. Fredo Santana, Rip. Actually died because of Lean. Little Wayne, he was. Well, Little Wayne was big into it for a minute. I forgot about that, dude. I kind of forget about Little Wayne a lot. I mean, I think people forget that that motherfucker was one of the first, well, not first, but one of the like five or ten only rappers who did world tours. Dude, that's the one thing that kind of bugs me, cause like, like, dude, I love Lil Wayne, bless his heart, but I can't lie, he is not the best live. Like, um, two of my old roommates, fucking Chewie and Jason, they went to that Blink-182 Lil Wayne concert. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then they came back, and they were like, ooh, Lil Wayne's kind of weird, like. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, you know, I could believe it. Like, yeah. he's fucking, he's a little too Nietzsche for a reason. Yeah. He lived that tune life for a minute. But at the same time, like, Lil Wayne's made one of the biggest impacts. Like, you got, like, Lil Wayne, you got fucking Jay-Z, mm -hmm. you got Drake. Yeah. Everybody knows fucking Drake. Yeah. Like, there's Everyone's got a song too with Drake. They're like, all right, this like a lot well, of people hate like, Drake or don't want to openly admit it, but like he's got some fucking songs. Well, dude, I used to be like the biggest Drake hater ever, and it's like fucking back when I was at the Gallegos household, like a good portion of the guys love Drake. Yeah, you know, and like especially like my buddy Jason, man, taught me how to roll, man. Like, yeah, he's fucking OG. He's a brother for life, dude. <laughs> and he straight up is like one of the biggest Drake fans I've ever met. And I used to always tell him because he'd be like, "Yo, let me bump some Drake." I'd be like, "Fuck no, I hate Drake, dude." And then it was like one day he was like, "Look, dude, like I'm gonna be real with you. You need to go fucking listen, to take care." Yeah. And I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "Cause take care just hits different." He was like, "If you don't cry during it, there's something wrong with you." And I was like, "All right, bet. Like, let's listen to take care." And like I'm sitting there, I'm like fucking a good five songs in and I'm just sitting there and I was like <laughs> right because I'm just like hearing everything and I was like why am I sad right now and I looked at the fucking TV and I was like this album's hitting different yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like ever since then totally fucking 100% Drake now see I think Drake is not to get off the subject of like the original question but like he knows that like the formula he like let's not get twisted here I'm sure anyone who makes rap music would love to be able to get paid Drake money for their passion. And Drake knows the algorithm of what songs will be on the radio and make him the most money. Well, he's had, like, I feel like out of a lot of the rappers there, Drake's definitely had the most number one hits. Yeah. But, like, even, even Ha Lang Ling, dude, like, that wasn't crazy. No. That one blew the fuck up. Yeah. That took the whole world by storm, yeah. man. And, like, he's got a song on the radio right now, Future. And you know what? Slight banger. 
I don't hate it. Dude, I love Future. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know? I think. Well, I think my all-time favorite album with Future on it will always be World on Drugs with mm-hmm. Future and Juice World. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Dude, I was I was big excited about Juice World, dude. Yeah. Juice World was fucking good, dude. In Juice World, I like. From the story, right? Is he got the airplane, got off the airplane, they were gonna search him or whatever, and he just took the pills or whatever it was. And hell, I ain't gonna. I hate to be the conspiracy theory guy. I low key feel like Juice World might have faked his death a little. Like at least I'm hoping so, because he he's made a couple posts where he's like, I'm gonna get big, I'm gonna blow up, and then I'm gonna fake my death disappear mm-hmm. and it's just like I hope I hope that's what happened like yeah. you know he was fucking he definitely had a lot of like problems with addiction and all that but he was a fucking good dude at the end yeah. of the day yeah like judge nobody for what they do judge people for how they act yeah of course I mean we all have our demons and like you know in sit- situations like Juice World, your demons are more public so like you can't judge them off that yeah, we like, don't know him personally. He might be the fucking nicest guy in the world. No, that's just because we know that his past was a struggle, like why? Why do we care? <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's like there's there's a lot of rappers out there that are good, but everybody hates. Like, I always catch flack for this, but I'm I'm a big X fan. Oh, mm-hmm. I loved X from like the first song I ever heard. And it's not just because like I, I get all the fucking legal bullshit and all that, you know. Yeah, of course. But it's like there's been a lot of controversy with that. But at the same time, like, if it ends up being he was a fucking shitty-ass person, like, I can't lie, I'll still love him just because of his music. Right. And just because of the way he interacted with his fans. Like, he would always do, like, live streams, and, like, the basis of all those was, like, yo, like, no matter what you're going through, you got somebody there. Yeah. And, like, I just love that, you know? Because, like, not a lot of rappers really go big and interact with their fans. No. Lil Dicky's the king, too. Lil Dicky's great. Dude, Lil Dicky's fucking amazing, to yeah. be honest. He fucking kills me. He's the greatest comedy rapper I've seen in a minute. Didn't people always say that he looked like Lil Dicky? Dude! <laughs> Fuck, man. Lil Dicky and Young Gravy is what I always get. Young Gravy! Oh, Literally. No. They're all like, you look just like Young Gravy. And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers only say that because I have a beard and curly hair yeah. and I'm blonde. <laughs> that's okay. I get called every fat bearded man that's ever lived. Are you serious? Action Bronson's the most popular one, and I get it. It's just because the beard. He man. might be my dad. I don't know. Dude, fuck if he is. Someone called me Chum Lee the other day, and I got start real cooking mad. It up. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, dude. You look nothing like Chum. I was like, Yo, you got me fucked up, like, bud. What the fuck is even that, dude? You, you look nothing like Chum Lee. Chum Lee is his own like unit. Like so, I ain't ever seen anyone that looked like Chum Lee. No, nah, he looks. Yeah, I, I don't want to say. I was gonna say something real fucked up, but <laughs> I, you know, Vice, right? The TV channel or whatever or the youtube i love vice so action bronson has a show on there where he gets really high and watches ancient aliens dude ancient aliens with action bronson yeah i want to pitch vice a show <laughs> where i go everywhere the action bronson's got famous at trying to find him like he's my actual dad <laughs> <laughs> i think it'd be really funny and i think vice might be into it just because like i could go and like where he studied like fucking cooking and whatnot and be like Oh, so you knew him before he was Action Bronson? Like, tell him about me and like the whole thing. And then I finally get there and like whatever, some funny skit. Like, you, <laughs> you, could, you could be like, you could call it Finding the Action. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> we may be on. Like that might be it. I'm writing my email tonight. <laughs> Come on, Vice. Oh my god, that'd be so great, dude. I could see it happening too, because like Vice has done some blown shit. Like, I don't know if any of y'all have ever watched fucking Hamilton's Pharmacopia. I haven't. Dude, so it's this one, like, just skinny white dude. 
and his whole purpose is I'm going to learn everything and I'm going to do everything in the world of drugs. That's how I learned about the Philosopher's Stones is because he went and did those in Amsterdam. Or there's like um, this tribe, I can't remember where it's at. It's like some place in the Amazon, yada, yada, yada. But it's like they're one of those, we're secluded, like mm -hmm. nobody fucks with them. But they have this thing they do with frogs where it's like it's supposed to be a super powerful high psychohallucinogenic. There we go. That's how you say that word. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> and like what they do is he like take you, they take your arm and they take a stick that's been sitting in a fire and they burn your arm and then they rub some of the venom off the frog because it's like a poison dart where it secretes the venom and they stick some of that in there. And it was like, that one fucking killed me, dude, because he's like, I don't know if I feel it, like, let me catch a little more, so they, like, stick a little more in. And he's sitting there, and he literally, like, goes to take a step, and he just, like, stops and, like, lays down, he's like, I need to go. And they, like, fucking, they lay him down on the boat, and he's like, I don't know what I'm experiencing right now. He's like, I'm feeling all sorts of, like, a, he's like, if I had to explain this, it's like being on a muscle relaxant while having nausea and motion sickness, but you're tripping out of the same Wait, time. is this the same show where he went up in those beehives? Like, he had to climb all those crazy ladders, and the, mm -hmm. the bees up there produce, like, the cycle. Psychoevolutionogenic yeah. honey, dude. Oh, yeah, man. That shit looks wild. Dude, I, I watched that episode, and, like, watching all of the natives take it, and they're just fucking laughing and giggling, <laughs> just having this great old time, man. Oh, God. The guy said he was going to stick his dick in my ear. What? Full send? Which guy? The Cash My Electric Boy. Well, fuck, dude. I don't. I don't. I, what do I, I tell him? I. What? Wait, what? Wait, are we live? Yeah. Take, take fuck! A, take, oh my take, god. Take a couple steps back here. Did you say that man said he was gonna put, put a dick in your ear? No, I'm pissed. But I'm down. Oh my god. That was probably the best thing to have just enter out of yeah. the Yeah. I thought you guys were done. Y'all said you were gonna be done at four, right? Yeah, we can call it. Um, <laughs> everyone watching, thank you very much. Hope um, you enjoyed that last little belligerentness. <laughs> yeah. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to follow us on all of our socials. If you really enjoyed Kai, um, his social medias will be posted on the YouTube video that will be made from this podcast. I warn you, don't follow me and on if Twitter. If you enjoy me, my will, mine will be in the handles, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but um, That's Calford. Next time... I will come prepared with serial killers. No, I let let's we can plan either a week or two from now. I want to do serial killers. I want to do fashion, and I also want to keep talking about the hip hop world and where it is nowadays. Dude, bet like I'll actually I'll do some preparation. Damn, we just went on a whole thing about Little Pete, my guy. Yeah, dude, you already know I'm the biggest Little Pete fan in fucking forever. That sucks. Oh my god, you hurt my feelings sometimes. I want to go to the liquor store. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank you again. We will see you um, tonight, 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I have another show. So if you want to come back and hang out, that's what it is. Is it going to be between the...